This is Dano's MMA. This past weekend at UFC 216, flyweight champion Demetrius Johnson surpassed Anderson Silva's long-standing record of 10 consecutive title defenses, cementing his place in the record books and doing so with a submission of the year Canada date. Suplexing Ray Borg and transitioning into an armbar mid-air, it was an outstanding finish and taking place with just a couple minutes left in the very last round. It was especially nice to see Mighty Mouse get it done in the fashion he did, in a division that's been criticized a lot over the years for not having many stars and just not being a big draw overall, the way in which DJ broke the record hushed any naysayers and made the occasion all the more monumental. As everyone who follows this sport knows, when the fight is done, the media and promotion machine starts right back up and at the forefront of the storyline was the age-old combat sports question. Does this officially make Johnson the pound-for-pound best fighter in the world? According to almost all the folks I heard go into this topic, yes. Without question, Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson is now the best pound-for-pound fighter in the world. When posed with the question at the post-fight press conference, Dana White himself, without hesitation, declared DJ the best pound-for-pound fighter. And he is. For this week, at least. Until the next pay-per-view when GSP makes quick work of Bisping, scoring that impressive finish that has eluded him for so long. Then it'll be George who's considered the best pound-for-pound fighter in the world. Or, maybe Bisbing goes out there and lands a well-placed shot, hurts GSP, follows up with strikes, and getting the TKO victory, meaning he then would have beaten both GSP and Anderson Silva, the previous men who were at one time considered the best pound-for-pound fighter in the world. I mean, if that happened, how could you not consider Bisbing in that discussion? Or maybe Daniel Cormier goes out there in his next fight, defends the light heavyweight title, moves up to the heavyweight division, gets past Stipe, and becomes both the light heavyweight champion and the heavyweight champion. Sure, he lost to John Jones, a man once widely considered to be the best pound-for-pound fighter in the world, but Jones was on prohibited and or banned substances during those fights, so that nullifies those bouts. I think I've made my point. The UFC rankings of each division are inconsistent and as fickle as can be. This is a ranking system that was implemented when the promotion signed with Fox. It was said at the time that the rankings were put in place for the casual viewer to get an idea of where everybody stands. Purely a tool for the television broadcast. Over time, it seems many have forgotten that this is the case, and I often hear people complaining about the rankings as if they're not something created by a major television network. The question of who the best pound-for-pound fighter is, it can't be measured on a chart. It's subjective. There are many different variables that take into account when assessing a fighter. For me, it's not just about the wins and losses. It comes down to the performances and the circumstances the individuals were under at the time of those performances. You also have to take into consideration who they are competing against and the position and the situation of the foe. Those kind of details have a lot of meaning. There are a lot of intangibles that come into play when it comes to the highest level of mixed martial arts. So I'm just going to stick to the old, he or she is one of the best fighters ever. The best pound for pound fighter in the world argument is one we can do without. (laughs) 